Mama, raising teenagers is a rite of passage for moms. It feels more like the gauntlet every parent must pass through to get to the other side where life with adult children exists. Parenting in the teen stage is unavoidable, but it can be a beautiful mess that life brings us. Today, on the day of my firstborn's birthday, happy birthday, I reflect back and share with you five lessons I've learned from being a mom of teenagers. Mama, I know you've been listening to my podcast episodes, and you're listening to this because your heart is breaking from the changes that are happening in your girl that is really affecting your connection with her. Your once cuddly and talkative little girl is now growing up, but at the cost of silence, emotional bouts, and guess what? You get the short end of the stick, right? You fear these disconnections and challenges you're facing right now is affecting your relationship with her, and what will the future hold between the two of you? You wanna be her bestie as an adult, but right now you're not feeling it. What you're actually feeling is the disconnection and the space between you and her that you once had when she was a little girl. You had hopes that in the teenage stage, you would grow closer with more respect, fun, sarcasm, jokes, doing all the things that you were looking forward to in the teen years. But you don't see that. How will you get through this season without losing the closeness you once had? Well, Mama, I want you to know you're not alone. As lonely as it may feel and almost embarrassing to share even with your closest friends because all you're feeling is like you're failing at connecting with her and it's almost shameful. But this is common. It's a season. However, I also know that you don't want to sit idle during this time. You want to connect, but you just don't know how. So here's what I want to tell you. I want you to tell yourself, I can do hard things. Say it right now, mama. Say it with me. I can do hard things. If you're driving in the car, listening to this podcast, say it to the top of your voice. I can do hard things, right? This season is hard but you will get through it by equipping yourself with the right tools that will turn this all around. I want you to know that I wrote this course, my passion to help moms like you who are feeling disconnected and almost hopeless to know what to do, right? Hopeless and helpless. But I wrote this course called Talk to Your Teen Girl because I understand that there is going to be this communication gap in this stage. And what Talk to Your Teen Girl framework does is equip you with understanding your teen girl, knowing how to shift during this season. And yes, mama, you are going to shift your role during this season. She is changing, so you need to change. And we will go step-by-step in embracing this new role in this new season. You will learn communication pathways so that you can grow closer to your girl instead of feeling you're growing more distant. Mama, I want you to do this. 
I want you to join me. You can reestablish your connection with your girl. In 30 days, we are going to go step by step in understanding how to create open communication with your girl so that she can start coming to you more. Talk to your teen girl.com. Go now. Hey, mama. Welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you want to have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one-word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything, even if she was scared, and listen to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me, and I don't know how to approach her until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your team and create a safe space for her to go to so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers and let's dig in together. It's my son's birthday, my oldest, my big boy. He'd be mortified that I'm talking about him right now. It's funny how boys are just so different. (laughs) He turns 22 today, 22 years old. And within these 22 years, his brother and sister closely following. I'm taking this time to reflect on our journey together. The journey my kids and I have taken from homeschooling to middle and high school and now as young adults. It's funny how we can forget what it was like as a teenager ourselves and how the family dynamics change so much during this time. Well, it's good that it does, it's natural, but really no parent is really prepared to walk through the raising teens. I mean, even I, having shared my 13-year-old self here quite often, didn't expect the journey my husband and I would trek through in the teen years. I once described raising toddlers was physically exhausting, but teenagers, it's emotionally exhausting. However, the teen years for us posed some challenges. There were moments that were rough, but there were plenty more that was more just incredibly beautiful. As I reflect today, I share five lessons I learned journeying through the teen years. Number one, each kid is unique and so comparing them is pointless. I remember, especially being a homeschooling family, that I couldn't help but compare work styles, study habits with each other. And that was a huge mistake knowing that each of them are created uniquely. Each of them learn differently, which is why we even homeschooled in the first place, because we wanted variety. We wanted to instill character in our kids the way they can receive it individually. They all had different learning styles, and for me to compare them was pointless. Growing up, believe it or not, my brother was constantly compared to me, the one who tried her hardest in school. I mean, I did have good grades after all. And so we were constantly being compared to. Well, I had to embrace each of the gifts, talents, and interests that my children brought to the table. I know we each are designed so unique. The breath of life deeply created, fearfully and wonderfully, individually in each of us. So for me to expect my daughter, my son, and my middle son 
to be clones of one another is an expectation that is virtually impossible, literally impossible, and unfair for me to do. So I learned very fast through homeschooling as they got into middle school that each kid is unique, and so comparing them is pointless. It only fosters competition between siblings and actually exhibits a hostile family environment. Instead of supporting each other, they're constantly comparing themselves with other and how they can one-up on each other. And that is something that I did not want to happen in our family. So that was a lesson learned. My second lesson was I needed to get out of the way. I literally needed to get out of the way. I remember just being so distraught about raising my teenagers and how, you know, gosh, this is so hard. I mean, I think, Mama, you know this too, that it's different. It's not like we can just tell our elementary kids to quit it, knock it off. Hey, just do it this way. And they'll listen. This requires a lot of emotional capacity because they have to figure it out for themselves and they have to believe it for themselves. And guess what we were doing? We're trying to control their actions, their behaviors, their feelings, their decisions. And we're trying to control it. But what I needed to do was really get out of the way and let them wrestle with it. One day I was driving with my oldest and I decided to keep my mouth shut and just let him talk. I learned so much during that short conversation about him that he thinks deeply. His character that we try to instill in them through homeschooling years really did shine through. And his unique perspective on life taught me something new that I otherwise would not have if I had not shared, or if he had not shared. I just needed to keep my mouth shut. Get out of the way. We started enjoying ourselves in this season as individuals. Individually, we started to see, I mean, in middle school, you start to see them branch out. You start to see what they favor more and they start to spread their wings, right? The gaps between them become greater in the middle school and teenage years, which to my first lesson, comparing them is pointless. But when I get out of the way and let them fly, I enjoy them. I enjoy their company. I enjoy their thoughts. I enjoy their conversations. We joke around more. I'm actually more sarcastic with them during appropriate times. And at the dinner table, even at restaurants, we laugh really hard when something is that funny together because we get it. So I just needed to get out of the way in order to enjoy them more, in order for them to fly and shine with their unique talents, gifts that they are created with. My second lesson is they don't need me to tell them what they already know. They just need me to believe in them and for them. So I don't need to be a broken record player, which I found myself doing plenty of times, repeating myself on things I know I was very clear and I know they understand. To me, I thought they were just simple reminders, but to them, it was it was received as not believing in them, not being on their side, not giving them the space to make the decisions they needed to make. They needed me to give them the space to do it on their own. And they will. And they did. And they have. 
I had to let go of my timing and give them responsibility for their own timing. And because I do that, or because I've learned that, they also needed to know that I am there for them, regardless. They can make the decisions, they can choose their timing, but if they mess up, am I going to be there or am I going to nag them to death? So they just needed me to believe in them and for them. I have their backs and I've learned to really want to communicate that to them, that regardless of what they've tried, mistakes they've made, failures that set them back, I still have their back regardless. Lesson number four, I am okay with being the bad guy. I've learned that very quickly. You know, many times we just want to look like the mom that has it all. I mean, I don't know about you, but I know I had that picture in my head, the mom that had it all, that had the good kids. I wanted to look, be seen by my peers as a mom who raised good kids, right? It was about me. But I knew very quickly, raising teens, that I had to be okay with being the bad guy. And what I mean by this is half the time my kids didn't want to get caught in, caught up into stuff that they didn't agree with, and but they wanted to save face with peers, with people that they probably didn't really know. They didn't want to be called the homeschooling freaks or the goody two-shoes. And they, I let them use me as their scapegoat. <laughs> Literally, I was a bad guy. When my kids need an out, I'm okay with being the spoiler. I am okay for them to use me as an excuse, to say no, to avoid things they aren't comfortable with. So I had to learn to be okay with being the bad guy. And lesson number five, that I may not be the go-to about some things in their life. I'm not their go-to person about some things and areas of their life. I've always thought that I wanted to be the person that all my kids went to, be able to uh, divulge everything and anything. And really, this is what this podcast is about, right? Is communicating so that she can come to you about anything and everything. But I also understand that I also needed to let go of being the source of all things for them, right? There are other adults, adults in their lives that will help shape, guide, and mold their decisions. The right people who are basically our megaphones speaking into their lives. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not knowing everything there is to know about each of my kids. But I'm so grateful there are others who are willing to invest in my kids. To be the voice. Who share the same values as we do. To speak into their lives. And you know what it does? Being my lesson that I've learned Point number two is that I got out of the way. Because I got out of the way, they found adults, intentionally and unintentionally by us, in their lives that are pouring into them and helping us guide our kids through this season. We're a team. We're a village. And we're okay with having a village of people helping us shape our kids. Guess what? I have a bonus lesson because I just thought of it. So instead of five, I'm giving you six. One of my other lessons I've learned raising teenagers is that how fast the middle school and high school years really go. They go by so fast. Urgency, urgency, urgency is so important here. 
We need urgency to guide them. I had an urgency to guide them through these years, to let them know we are for them, to let them know that we be- they belong, that they matter. They have a voice. They have a mind of their own. Urgency to not take those years for granted and hope they just grow out of it. Most times they will, but your teen is going to remember and she wants to know how you guided them through it. So knowing that the middle school and high school years go by in a flash, I think it even goes faster than the elementary school years. It goes by that quick. And so there is some urgency for us to build this relationship, to build this open communication, to bridge the gap and not let it go on the wayside and hope they come out okay. We can't leave that to chance. That's why it's so important for you, mom, to equip yourself. This is why there are podcasts out there that help you parent your teen. There are parenting books out there and courses like Talk to Your Teen Goal Framework available through these rapid years that go by so fast. I'm hoping some of these lessons I've learned has helped you take a look at your own relationships with your teen. Maybe some of these sound familiar to you, but I want you to take this as wise counsel and keep it in your back pocket for when the time comes. And if you are in the weeds right now, what are you going to do? How are you going to get the help? How are you going to apply these lessons that I have shared with you today? Mama, I want to hear your story. I want to stay connected with you. Head on over to RaisingHerConfidently.com and get connected. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at Linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.